Hey, everybody. I just want to take a moment to thank you for being a donor on the Maximum Fun Network. And we appreciate you listening to this bonus episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Now, if you're just hearing us for the first time, that means you don't even know that we have over a 100 episodes. That means that there are over 100 episodes for you to go listen to and enjoy. And I hope you do. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We had a great time recording it. And you're going to have a fun time listening to it. And now, without any further ado, please enjoy this special donor-exclusive episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal as part of the Max Fun Drive 2017. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best dad joke. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. If you're listening to this episode of We Got This, that means that you are a Max Fund donor as part of the 2017 Max Fund Drive, and we thank you for that. Yes, thank you for listening to Max Fund. Thank you for supporting Max Fund. Thanks for giving us an opportunity to uh, record this podcast. And boy, do we have an episode today, yeah. don't we, Hal? The last time we did a bonus episode, it was whether or not you should recline your seat in an airplane. Uh huh. And we did. We talked about the knee defender. It was just a really weird, bizarre episode. So. Uh, somebody in our Facebook group suggested that we do best dad joke, and uh, it seemed like a bizarre enough topic that we'd save it for a bonus. Mm-hmm. And as a special bonus, we figured, since neither of us are fathers, right. that we'd bring back my dad, uh, who's already been a guest on a previous episode. So hello, dad. How are you? Hello, son. How are you? And hello, pseudo son. How are oh, you? Oh, I love this. I'm going to call <laughs> you pseudo dad. Um, so no problem. We're choosing the best dad joke. So, uh, I don't know if you know this, Bill, um, but Hal and I have deliberately not made a list. We usually have a list of contenders for these episodes. We are expecting you to, we are not dads. You are a dad. Yeah. You know dad jokes. We are expecting you to provide us, uh, with a list of the top uh, some would say greatest. I imagine a dad would say greatest. Yeah. I imagine other folks would say uh worst. Like, we're going for grown factor here, I assume, yes? Yeah. I, well, this was suggested, first of all, by uh, Joseph Adelsick and Andrew Wolf. Um, I, I don't know if either of them are dads. I feel like one of them is, and they just want to be proven right. But let me ask you, Dad. What do you think makes a good dad joke? Children. <laughs> and it begins. <laughs> so wait, did, are, are we choosing best or worst dad joke? I think they're synonymous. I think you're right. I would imagine that would be the case. I I have to tell you, as I was anticipating the joy of being here with you and all these maximum fun donors, yeah, I really was unclear what a dad joke. Was. <laughs> well, no, no, like I know what dad jeans are, you know, what mom jeans are, that sort of thing. Sure, but. I mean, it, like, I, I wasn't sure if it was a joke about dads or a joke played on a dad. Ooh, I hadn't thought about, like, pranks on a dad. Well, yeah, I mean. Like a dad practical joke. <laughs> did you, uh, let me ask you this, uh, to the Lublins, did you guys ever pull practical jokes on one another? 
I don't oh. know why I said that in the past. You may currently be doing it. I mean, it's pretty well established that my father switched my milkshake for a Coca-Cola when oh, I was in the bathroom as a child. Except for that that one real – you really will not let that well, go. Well, it's a great one. He, he will not let that go. But it has become now a national cause celebre, you know. Yes, I mean, that's right. It it really has. And I, I, I sometimes wonder if the entire milkshake industry is looking for me somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I should have had a, a role in Founder. Exactly. Right. The uh, yes. the McDonald's movie. <laughs> right, because Ray Kroc started out selling milkshake machines. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen the movie yeah, yet. Yeah. All I know is that he uh, created a juggernaut uh, in which I took part just last night <laughs> in the very I room I am currently sitting in. <laughs> Very, very lovely. Shame eating some McDonald's in the weird Look, wee man. hours of the evening. No, it wasn't the wee hour. Well, and it wasn't shame what eating. What time are the wee hours? I don't know, I'd say like midnight to five a.m. Okay, it was the wee hours. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So, so, Dad, I think here's what I think a dad joke is. Okay, this is, this is I know this is the spirit in which it was suggested. It's the the awful play on words jokes that dads are known for. For example, um, if I told if I said I'm hungry. The response would be, "Let's get something to eat." Oh my goodness! Look how polite Does your my father dad is. I don't, suck at dad I, jokes. <laughs> Here, you do it. I'll be the dad. Okay, I'm hungry. Oh, hi, hungry. I'm Hal. How are you doing? Oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> this is one that my yeah, father so- would use all the time. Anytime any of us would say, "Oh my god," he'd go, "You can just call me dad." Oh. <laughs> well, see, these are these are. See, these aren't jokes. These are uh, ways that dads reach out to their children <laughs> to just tweak them on the cheeks gently. Is that what that is? So these are yeah. so these are these are reaching out to connect moments. So something that we have been pretty flip about uh-huh. is really uh, a touching connection between father and son. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I, I'm just sitting there watching Mark get sold on this. Uh huh. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Look. I am, I am, I'm going to start the dad jokes way before I'm ever a father. I think you already have. You like puns. Like oh. dad jokes are puns. A lot of them are, right? No, they're, they're, puns are a big category for you guys. Yeah, no, no. Pun, puns would be a category of dad joke. But the other, I'm hungry, hi, you know, I'm Hal, or that that sort of thing is more uh, more a play on the absurdity of the statement. Okay. You know, I mean, so maybe a dad joke is theater of the absurd. Well, let me ask you this. That begs the question then for a child to tell their parent, I am hungry. That is something that you're like, that's an absurd notion. (laughs) (laughs) No offspring of mine is ever hungry. I am a provider. (laughs) Well, that is that is true. And I I have provided over the years, but. I, yeah. I think it's more um, – look, I'm not sure who the dad joke is supposed to entertain. <laughs> that is the problem with the dad joke. Right. I mean like I know it entertains me when yeah. I say that because I think, oh, wasn't that clever? Because <laughs> well, you, you do. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You guys do this too. You oh, don't sure. have to be dead. No, look. Yes. We work in comedy. We think we are the smartest, funniest people in the whole world. <laughs> we hope. We like that's every time. Yeah. This is we gonna think be the we one. Are. We're wrong, but we think we are. Yeah. It's the listen. Hope. Knowing what your educations cost, I truly hope you are the smartest people in the world. <laughs> that's that's all. Like, and and therein lies another dead joke. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know, like like the um, 
when when Hal went to Syracuse, he got me a Syracuse T-shirt, which I then proudly referred to as my hundred thousand dollar T-shirt. Yeah, oh, there you go. Isn't, There's a lot know. of dad jokes about money. Yeah, isn't that that more therapy fodder than <laughs> it's a joke? No, no. As a matter of fact, my therapy didn't discuss the T-shirt at all. So I don't. But I'm bummed. Um, I will say, my father frequently has uh, his T-shirt or his jokes. His dad jokes come in T-shirt form. Um, like wearable jokes or like wearable jokes, like female body inspector t-shirt. The, yeah. Okay. My dad will wear a, my dad will rock a big Johnson's t-shirt. <laughs> uh, if, for those listeners who don't remember the big Johnson t-shirt, they were always, uh, dirty plays on words. Like, for example, big Johnson's lobster piano bar, because lobsters on your piano are better than crabs on your organ. Yeah. Yeah. But the Johnson's were for the purpose of the t-shirt, a family. Yes, that's right. I mean, you have to tell them. Otherwise, even that bad joke loses what little (laughs) glimmer of comedy it had. So there were like these individuals named the the Johnsons on the T-shirt, the cartoony Johnsons. Yeah. Now, I think that there are two ways to go with a dad joke. And one of them is that is that way to defend it. So you always leave yourself an out. Like, what? They're a family called the Johnsons. If you're reading something weird into it, that's on you. Mm -hmm. You go the other way, though, dad, where – You've already done it twice. I have a feeling you'll do it a lot more now that I'm mentioning it. But when you do a joke that is a dad joke, you usually drum the table and go, but I'm bum. And that's how right. like, you've given yourself a Your rim, own shot. rim shot. Yes. And frankly, if when, when you were younger, if I could have afforded like a, a little guy with a snare drum to follow me around <laughs> and actually give me a rim shot, I would have done that. But if you're going to, if you're going to tell a groaner, whether it's a dad joke or not, I think you should own it. Do you have an app on your phone that uh, – like a drum app where you could just have that ready to go for the rim shot? Yeah, but it's too much work because the, yeah, rim, the, the rim shot joke is an off-the-cuff joke to, for me anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just some resp- – somebody said something and I see an opportunity to make fun of it, so I'll just jump on it. And to whip my phone out and get the rim shot right. – Hang on. Is hang not- on. You guys, <laughs> hold on. I got this great this, – this is going to be great. Yeah. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Before I – everybody remember – what Lisa just said. All right. And then just don't say anything. Let me get my phone out. Let me scroll, unlock. Oh man, I did the Apple Pay again. Why did I, every time yeah, right. I press the thumb, I'm tapping right. it twice. Why is it going to half size screen? You know what? I'm going to call Apple Care real quick. Everybody hang out here for about 30 <laughs> minutes. Remember what Lisa said. Nobody talk to anybody else. I'll be right back. That pretty much. Yeah. So, so, so it's not worth doing that, but, but they're, they're off the, they're just things to, Share a smile with your child. <laughs> so there's that. I'm going back into that thing where I'm selling Mark on that. Look, yeah. I, I, you don't have to sell me on terrible jokes. I am a big fan. <laughs> I will make them all the time. Um, <laughs> it, it's tough to, it, it will be tough for us to quantifiably choose a best off the cuff comment, however. So we may need to look into the annals of classic dad jokes to see if we can find one that is maybe repeated more often than others, like I'm hungry. Hi, hungry. I'm dad. Yep. That's, that's um, one. You have some that are loaded up and ready to go that are go tos for you, right, dad? But, but I have to, I have to tell you, they're such an integral part of my personality. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> like, if, hell, do you know what they are? I'm trying to think. Uh, here, one is, um, he'll take his, uh, fingers and bridge them and then press them together like that. And say it's a spider doing push-ups on a mirror. 
Oh, that's one of yeah. yours, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's one. That is one. Yeah, yeah. But so, but see, that's something you do when kids are really small, and you do it as they're growing up because you remember when they're little. Uh, they're really small, you know. But it's always that kind of. I, and and they can't see that I'm actually doing it here mm-hmm. right uh, on video but but it's that kind of reach back listen I remember when you were a kid when you would complain about something and I would say to you that somewhere there was a kid your age who was going to grow up to be a therapist let them deal with it later <laughs> <laughs> that is the most east coast jewish dad joke <laughs> really? ever yes. thank you yeah. well as an east coast jew I'm proud to do that <laughs> <laughs> though, though, as you both know, I am bicoastal curious. That's true. That is, that, see, there you go. Joke. But I'm bum. bum. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So I don't know that that's a dad joke because, frankly, I was making those jokes before I was a dad. Now, did <laughs> so, did did, uh, did your father, my grandfather, who who uh, shall away, remain nameless, <laughs> shall remain nameless? We pixelated right. him on Family <laughs> Tree Maker. Uh, no, he passed away uh, shortly after I was born, so I never really knew him. Was right. he a guy who told a lot of dad jokes? Because I feel like as a he was a salesman, so I feel like he had stuff loaded up. But then I could also see maybe he didn't. Like, where is that something passed down? Because I I know I have whatever disease makes you think so, about these things. A so lot. your your <laughs> grandfather, who coincidentally was my father, yes. So but so I'm, my I'm dad was my dad was a really really pleasant and articulate guy mm-hmm. who would absolutely make a joke. But I think I was more. Um, and, and thank God this is semi pay radio. I'm, I was more of a smart ass than he was, mm-hmm. uh, growing up, but, but I grew up in it. I used when we were kids, we used to say that our parents had come from, uh, Sarcastovia because cool. everybody in the family seemed to be really sarcastic, <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's a form of, you know, that's another form of joke that, that was really big growing up. But, um, yeah, I mean, he was he was a pleasant guy who knew how to tell a story, but I, we didn't think in terms of of uh, dad jokes back in the in the uh, Stone Ages so much. <laughs> You're just worried about being attacked by cougars at night as you <laughs> slept in your hutch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there weren't that many older women nearby, so we were generally safe. But I'm bummed. But I'm bummed. Thank you, ladies oh. and gentlemen, for here all night. Okay, so, so here's one of my favorites: is don't forget to tip the veal and try your waitress. Ooh, oh, there you that go. Is, uh, that is not bad. Yeah, I think I'm going to use that if I ever have to do a stand-up set in the Catskills. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Did you ever have designs on being a comedian? Um, it, it really wasn't so much designs. I just always thought I was an amazingly funny human being. <laughs> uh, but as a matter of fact, um, my late cousin, Mark, so everybody we talk about in my family yeah. pretty much is dead. Why, you guys, We're the only on. two left. <laughs> right, pretty much. We fought them all so my, my, You guys are the last two in the, uh, in the zombie apocalypse movie of your, of the Lovelands. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, we were, I remember we were sitting somewhere and he was my attorney, uh, for a period of time and we're sitting talking about something that was very serious to him and he was very focused on it. And I was just shooting off one-liners one after another in this whole thing. And he stopped and he said, you know, it's very frustrating to be sitting here, you know, listening to you do that while I'm trying to focus. And I said, Mark, frankly, I do this to entertain myself. If anybody else in the room happens to get a laugh, I consider that a bonus. <laughs> but, but really, and that's sort of the way I feel about most of those jokes. When you make, <laughs> do you make these jokes if you are by yourself? 
and making uh, cracking wise, if you will. Uh, do you do it audibly or does just a joke pop into your head and you laugh silently to yourself? Or do you actually say it out loud in the tree falls in the woods sense? Well, when when you ask it when I'm by myself, mm-hmm. if you mean in in um, in the sense of solitary confinement or being alone, mm-hmm. um, I generally don't. Um, I, I don't have to say it because it's already in my head. Sure. And I will say it and laugh all in my head. Also, you seem to <laughs> really easily uh, mix up solitary confinement and just being alone like you're used to both well no 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 when you say being alone so you know i travel and i speak and i travel for business so often i travel alone Mm -hmm. you know and 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 while i am alone there are it wasn't it wasn't the frequency of you being alone that alarmed me it was the (laughs) implied frequency of you being in solitary confinement that alarmed me just a little so what i was thinking of was if i were um, if I were going into a restaurant or I was flying somewhere or I was going into the hotel, I have no problem throwing out a joke because something occurs to me, whether the person on the other side of the counter speaks English or not. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if that counts as a loan or – Oh, no. That's other people. Okay. So I'm I'm just working it here. <laughs> yeah. Strangers oh. – stra- if strangers are around, you're not alone. Strangers are absolute – strangers, I may I, – I would say are – some of the best audience for dad jokes. Uh, I remember we were, my father, uh, a joke became a dad joke because my brother told it to my dad when we were in the car once, when we were very small children. Uh, and my dad thought this joke was so funny that he, we were in, uh, the drive through line at Wendy's and he told, I assume was Wendy at the drive through window. <laughs> Uh, this terrible joke, and he is doubled over. He's laughing so hard. Uh, and this woman is, she just gave him the most blank stare. And it was, it was one of those sublime comedy moments in <laughs> my life that I was like, oh, this is, this is going to get remembered forever. That is the reaction you do not want. <laughs> uh, and the joke was, if I may, please, what is Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite song? What is it? My baloney has a first name. <laughs> that was the joke. And this woman at Wendy's thought, there's a horrific cannibal monster in this car in front of me. I just want to hand him his square hamburgers and have him leave. Did it occur to you that she might actually have been just hearing him go, <laughs> as, you know, like the other end, of, and just was staring at him blankly because... She didn't understand him or anymore. She just than you heard understand her. D- Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I think that would be great. Uh, Dad, as you mentioned, you teach a lot, and I've seen you before because we've taught courses together. Where you will, in speaking, you will tell the same joke multiple times, and the crowd will not laugh, not laugh, a few laughs, and then by the end, they'll all laugh at it. And I cannot for the life of me remember what the joke is, but I know it's a dad joke. Oh, it's an absolute dad joke. And it's a – it's a. Very, it, I think it's actually a really funny joke. But the reason they don't get it in the beginning is it sort of shoots over their head. Okay. Sort of – but the joke was a horse walks into a bar and the bartender looks at him and says, hey, why the long face? <laughs> oh, God. 
These are so bad. It's terrible. And then you tell it right, over or, and over again. Which, which is like another one of my favorite. Now, this is another dad joke. Mm-hmm. A rabbi, a minister, and a priest walk into a bar. The bartender looks up and goes, what is this, a joke? There, I, <laughs> I would say there are a lot of these like old-timey jokes that begin with blank walks into a bar. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. These are – I guess a lot of dad jokes are just classic joke setups and punchlines. Sure. Or uh, So another one that was a big favorite in our family and how we'll, I hope, remember this unless being on the West Coast has completely ruined his mind um, was a favorite of his aunt's actually. So it's an aunt dad joke. Okay. Aunt dad. Sure. Aunt dad. Yes. <laughs> that movie's coming out soon. <laughs> no, which was a mushroom walks into a bar and the bartender refuses him service and the mushroom looks at him and goes, hey, why not? I'm a fun guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ter- terrible dad jokes. So bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but when, you know something, when you have little kids around you, those are safe jokes. Is that, maybe that's what it is. It's just, <laughs> as a dad, you immediately get a filter put in where you go, okay, I have to, I have to tell clean jokes now. Right. Well, all the jokes I know, I learned from these George Carlin albums. Yeah, or Blanche Knotts. Yeah. <laughs> Right, but but t- so telling the extended joke, I don't see happening it, it so much anymore. So one of my one of my favorite jokes was about the 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 guy who was a hundred year old man who was a big gambler. So he would go down Atlantic City all the time, and for his hundredth birthday, they he he went to the casino and they had a huge dinner for him and a really big party. And then they took him up to the penthouse suite, and when he walked into the penthouse suite. There was a gorgeous blonde laying on a white fur rug naked. And he looked at her and he said, what are you doing here? And she said, old man, I'm here to give you super sex. He says, I'll take the soup. <laughs> uh, uh, that, see, that's one of those jokes because I've heard, I've heard that, that punchline in assorted variations of the lead in to that joke too. Yes. That's one beauty of the dad joke is, once you know the punchline of it, you can have a setup that comes from absolutely nowhere. Uh, I, I remember my uncle used to tell a story about a man named Roy, uh, who bought himself a pair of new shoes. And, uh, the, the, the story kept going and, and it would go on for 20 minutes and then all these terrible things happened to Roy. And then, uh, in the end, a cat, uh, steals his shoes and chews them up. You're oh, yeah. nodding like you. Know, it was because well, yeah, I told the we told the joke is Roy Rogers. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Rogers, yeah. Right. You know, and and the cat at the end, he's attacked by a mountain lion, and he he manages to beat the mountain lion off because he's after all Roy Rogers, a star of stage. Sure. And Roy Rogers will beat off any mountain lion he can. Yeah. That's exactly. Thank you. You are so ready to be a dad. <laughs> and then <laughs> no, you can't and, say and, those and he, he makes his way. He makes his way back to the camp mm-hmm. with this mountain lion over his shoulder. But his his clothes are just in tatters. And as he walks out, Dale Evans runs out of the tent and says, pardon me, Roy. Is that the cat that ate your new shoes? So, oh, oh yeah, it's so. And I said, Ginger I Rogers. by the so way, it's cat that chewed your new shoes. Oh, I'm sorry. For the Chattanooga choo-choo. Oh. That's right. I, I, no. I, 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 I hate to correct you on the show. No, 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 no. It's it's okay. Nobody can see the hand gestures I'm making now either. <laughs> I, I want to throw a couple of dad jokes out there mm-hmm. and see see what you think of them. All right, dad? And that'll, that'll be a way we can sort of take the temperature of some of these. All right. How do you make holy water? 
I don't know, take a bowl of water and punch holes in it. You boil the hell out of it. All right. Oh. Okay. okay. We got a, we got just a drum on that. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a fear of speed bumps, but I'm slowly getting over the problem. That's more like a Stephen Wright sounding <laughs> joke. There is a Stephen Wright, yeah. but it's de- yeah. Right, yeah, Stephen. Is- the Stephen Wright joke is I have a circular driveway I can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my ex-wife misses me, but her aim is getting better. But I'm bumped. Yeah, Thank you, one, those are one-liners. They're not really po- like they're like Henny Youngman bits. Yeah. That's right. Now, I have to tell you a story, by the way. I actually saw Henny Youngman live. Really? Perform, oh. yes. We, I, so I was in, I was at a realtor convention in New York City at the Javits Center. Mm-hmm. And I'm going over to grab something to eat, you know, and there's like a cafeteria area. And I look up and there's a guy standing there at the microphone, an older guy, and he's telling one liners. And I'm thinking, he's telling, guy. He, he's, he's, <laughs> well, he, I said, I'm thinking he's telling Henny Youngman jokes. And I looked up and, it was Henny Youngman, and I started watching him, and I have to tell you that all of the jokes that we tell that are Henny Youngman jokes like that, we absolutely don't do justice. I was in stitches after watching him for just a minute or so because his timing was immaculate. The jokes were coming with an insane speed, and yet each one of them like knocked you right between the eyes. He's been doing those jokes for 200 years. <laughs> but he did them really well. Yeah. You know, like like when he talks about the fact that his wife promised she would always tell him when she had an orgasm, even if it was a long distance call. <laughs> <laughs> Those oh. jokes are so old. They're on the third tablet that Moses brought down from outside. Oh. But I'm he was bummed. there to take it. Yeah. Oh, here's another. Yeah. There's a lot of like so old that so fat that. So. Oh, yeah, but those are more. I think those are like playing the dozens. That's like your mama's so fat. She jumped I up guess. in the air and got stuck. Yeah. But uh, the age ones seem to work for dads. Uh, another dad joke that I love was, oh, I'm so old. I've been around since the Dead Sea was just getting sick. <laughs> like, these are so terrible. I know. I use a real estate version of that. I tell people that my first listing was the Flintstone house. <laughs> Does it make people laugh or do people just go, oh, okay, I'm going to keep going? No, no, no. Yeah. People, people laugh because I usually follow it up with, but we didn't get the rubble listing. So we get, since they were next door neighbors, we get a little bit of a play on that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, you're not a big prank guy, really, outside of that one switch yeah. incident, which I feel like, I feel like mom had something to do with that. That can't be all you. You are still harping on well, this? Well, no, I just want to, I want to, I want clarity. Wait, let's pause this you know for what? a second. No, forget this. This episode is over. <laughs> the best dad joke is when Bill Loveland no, no, no. Coca-Cola it's not over. I, I, you know, I really thought at the very beginning that it was obvious that that was the best dad joke ever. <laughs> you know what? Because it's the one to beat at this point. It is. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm just telling you. But it was. Uh, it, it was, frankly, from our perspective, far less deleterious to your health oh, sure. or mental condition than it turned out to be. Look, I'm just saying. It was a It was a very uh, – that's another thing. I, you can tell when it's a dad joke. You say, I'm just saying afterwards. Um, but <laughs> I just yeah. want to know – I feel now I'm like – this is like a JFK-level conspiracy. Like you and mom <laughs> were in on it. Maybe Uncle Bennett, Shelly call in. Mom, mom's there. Everybody's uh, everybody's oh, got listen, a hand. I, I I can neither confirm nor deny the participation of anyone else. For those who don't know, uh, Bill swapped Hal's milkshake as a child for a Coca Cola, 
And by the way, this, we didn't swap it like we took away his milkshake and didn't let him have. It. No, it was he, he it walked was away from seconds. the table and we switched the position of the glasses. <laughs> and be, when he came back without looking, he took a sip. And of course, yeah, the rest is you think it was arsenic. And <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee that there are at least half a dozen therapists who at some point wrote down on a legal pad in quotes. I don't like the bubbles. <laughs> that would be fine because you might have to go to seven i'm just saying yeah did you have that one day at your therapist where you're like i don't know what the hell happened i ruined my son but he's very very fragile no, he's, you know what he's he's a great human being he's fun to hang out with i love being with him but he's got this one thing <laughs> yeah he treats the bubbles in soda like <laughs> like that, poison. I'm sorry, I couldn't. I, now I can't think because my voice just cracked when I said he treats the bubbles. <laughs> uh huh. See. All right. You, you know feel, what? Are you are you going to be on Riverdale when it comes out? <laughs> what is Riverdale? It's a. It seems to be a a live action, um, Archie Gotham Smallville. Mashup. Oh yes, I've yeah. heard about this. They only really kept the names and the the fact that Archie has red hair. I watched thirty seconds of it, and look, I'm all for broody television shows that are like soap operas for younger people. But at the same time, I am not in. It is not the Archie I grew up reading, and so it's really jarring for me. And I can't. I like after thirty seconds, I was like, nope, I'm out of here. Nope, they seem mean. I don't like. Yeah, it. no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like totally in love with like Gotham. Yeah, I, I'm just really. I think it's the 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 um. They recently had the Joker character, um, who made and they've made him his through the storyline. He now looks like the Joker. Uh huh. So it's really um. I I like that kind of thing, but when I think of Archie and Veronica, and uh, Reggie, yeah. you know, you know, and the two of them fighting over two girls that. Like, who's going to kiss the blonde and who's going to kiss the brunette this week? Right. Like, well, they both wanted to kiss the brunette, and I thought the blonde was cuter. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I didn't I didn't get that at all. Everybody to, to have them look like – this one looks sort of like Twilight. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting to see which one of them's a vampire. If they turn one of the Archie characters into a vampire, I will immediately start watching. It's going to be nice. uh, Professor Flute Snoot, the science teacher. <laughs> Uh, by the way, congratulations, guys. It only took you half an hour of this episode before just veering off into your particular pop culture weirdo. <laughs> <nerdums>. Thank you. <laughs> well, the only time we talk is when he comes on the podcast. <laughs> we have to catch up somehow. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be like, oh, dad, also, uh, this year, uh, 4th of July, how are we going to do this with the uh, scheduling? <laughs> I was just going to ask how work was today, you know, but you, now you've thrown me completely off. So now I have no idea what's going on in my son's life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. This is work. <laughs> I'll never tell this you. This is our work day. I'll never tell That's you, right. soda man. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> is there any – what is your favorite joke of all time, your favorite clean joke that you would consider based on what we've laid out here? Probably has a pun, is more to elicit groans. Than, than laughter and is really more for the amusement of the joke teller than than it is for the recipient of the joke. Which I do victim. feel like you've you, that does pretty efficiently lay out the criteria of a dad joke. Yeah, I, I think you've actually just laid out my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I 
you know, it's it's really it's really hard for me because it's it's funny when we're sitting and talking about jokes as when somebody tells me a joke, a new joke pops up in my mind. OK, because something they've said, like when we got started on the, you know, the the priest, the minister, mm-hmm. you know, the blonde, the redhead walk in those. What will happen is you'll tell a joke and then I'll think of a joke uh-huh. and then we'll spend hours whiling away the time uh, to no end. You know, telling telling silly jokes, but so that's I, always a, that's not a bad thing. What's the quote from uh, can, from Cannonball Run? Ain't you ever done nothing just for the hell of it? <laughs> but so that so so I don't know that I can just sit here. Like I love the the cat that chewed your new shoes. One of my favorite jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of of why not? I'm a fun guy because you don't even have to do it. Just sometimes you'll say why not? I'm a fun guy, and you've just told yourself the whole joke in your head. Yeah, there there are a lot of jokes like that that involve either inanimate objects or inappropriate objects trying to get into a bar, like the piece of rope. Mm-hmm. That oh, it's goes an in and they game. say we don't serve ropes here, so the rope goes outside, twists itself up, rolls around on some broken glass, comes back in. The guy rope says it like a beer, please. Bartender says, "Hey, aren't you that same rope that was in here before?" The rope says, "No, I'm afraid not." Look, man, I don't know why that rope had to roll around in glass. <laughs> Because he had like, to fray himself. All you got to do is like just toss a little, little dude. Oh, uh, I didn't mention this before as backstory. The rope enjoyed pain. It somehow <laughs> hit the pleasure centers of their right. brain. And we're not here to kink shame. No, I'm not kink shaming him. So uh, in in um, in honor of uh, our new secretary of education and the entire Trump administration, yeah. I will tell you one of my fairly uh, inappropriate uh, and yet clean jokes Okay, mm-hmm. about okay. Uh, a guy who walks into a bar and he's <laughs> oh jeez oh, oh so <laughs> I may have edited that out by this point <laughs> yeah maybe what I'll do is bleep the whole thing <laughs> and then see if you can guess what the joke yeah. was what the joke <laughs> that would was be great. yeah 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 oh man <laughs> Um, but that's never that's never a bad one. Yeah, I mean, it, look, I, I I think it'd be funny if we chose switching the drinks, but that's not unique. That's not that's not universal. That's, like that's fun, not that's not what we were asked. It's a great prank that I would have played on myself. It's, as a, well. it's a mediocre prank that had an absolutely life changing effect on you, which weirdly makes it a good prank. Yeah, there's nothing I can do to argue otherwise. Now there's no, I'm just trapped in it one like, way or the other. The Like that's the kind of prank that doesn't begin with a sheet of paper and a plan. It's the kind of prank that begins with honey, watch this. <laughs> so <coughs> is there, do you have a favorite? I, I know, it's t- this. We went through the same thing with the Marvel film episode you were on. We said, "What's the best Marvel film?" And your answer was, "It's, it's always the next one that comes out." Right. But- and and by the way, it's pretty much been the case. All right. I look. I won't argue that. Okay. Doctor Strange was the most recent. Yes. Yes. Love so Doctor. That's your favorite. Strange. It was a great movie. It was fantastic. Well, it was a great movie. It was another look. I loved Ant Man when it came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I I will. I'm I'm loving uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two in advance. Yeah, mm-hmm. looks great. Because You're free loving it. Yeah, yeah. Because well, because the trailers just got some. I like. I love the music and I love Rocket and and the whole thing with Groot and the red button is just really funny. Mm-hmm. Like in the little trailer thing. Yeah. Um. So, so what, what would be the best dad joke? I, I would say probably the most common dad joke is I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm whatever, 
oh, I'm nice to meet you. I'm even dads that don't tell jokes have probably told that joke. Yeah. So that may be the most classic joke. Yeah, I, there it's, is something about that that is the right mix of it's a pun. It is it is going to elicit groans. It's not a pun. But it's sort of you're, it's, well, you're, it's a play on it's a turn of phrase. You're playing on a turn, turn of phrase. phrase. Yes. So it is, right. it is right. pun-ish in nature. It is nature. the simplest turn of phrase. But it also it also aggravates whoever's made the original statement because yeah. they sincerely have there's something somewhere on the higher on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> There's a hole for them. Yeah, I'm not self-actualized. Oh, hi, not self-actualized. <laughs> I'm dad. Oh, yeah, becomes the the uh, the Zen master who went to the hot dog maker and said, "Make me one with everything." Oh. It's that idea. Um, but <laughs> it also I love that one too. It's so bad. I actually hit Juliana with that one the other day. <laughs> we walked past a Buddhist temple. And I said, and I was like, I couldn't help myself. I felt dirty even saying it. And I said. Oh, I wonder if they have hot dogs in there. We should go get one. She said, what? Hot dogs? I said, yeah, it's a Buddhist temple. They'll make you one with everything. <laughs> and she sped up her walk to get <laughs> to the end of the block quicker than I would. Just in case anybody Just, heard you. Yeah. And also so that maybe she could turn and I wouldn't see which direction she was walking. <laughs> right. But but also that I'm hungry joke uh, serves to uh, – it. Um, oh, man. I completely lost my thought. So, all right, let's. Did your voice crack? Also, turn, no, turn a phrase. Right? Does not solve the problem. No, is in no way helpful. The kid has. By the way, in all fairness, which may not be solvable at the time. True, but it also right. you know, kids. Kids in the car. You're you're on the turnpike. There's nowhere to eat. They want to go. So you want to diffuse the situation by making a joke and and really just annoying the crap out of the kid. So now he'll be focused on how annoyed he is at you. Instead of how hungry he is. That's the thing. It's a, it is a, it is a fathering, a parenting technique. Right. You've distracted mm -hmm. them and that, and, and essentially made a joke to tell them stop complaining. Because if you say stop right. complaining or I'll give you something to complain about, then you're a monster. Yeah. Cause they're like, your kid's just hungry. Instead, you're diffusing the situation with humor. So it, I feel like this may be our winner because it is a joke that also functions as a parenting tool. Yeah, I I would think so too. What do you think, Dad? Well, I think pretty much uh, when you talk about a joke that functions as a parenting tool, I would actually like to have that as my epithet. <laughs> Bill Lublin, a joke that functioned as a parenting tool. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so so, uh, but yeah, no, I would have to agree. I think it's it's exactly that kind of thing. It takes humor to diffuse the situation. You you and you have something to bond about years later. When your um, progeny has a podcast mm -hmm. and you can you can then talk about something other than beverages. Oh. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Skating close to the edge on that one, Mark. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to I'm going to swap Hal's uh, I'm, I'm guessing glass of chocolate milk for a beer later. So it'll be fine. <laughs> oh. oh, poor me. All right. Level. <laughs> well, and there we go. Allow me to say, people of the world, uh, thanks to all the dads out there who who are committed to the parenting of their children and the and the uh, the guardianing of those children and the caretaking and caregiving, guarding, uh, care guarding of fertilizing. those children, fertilizing and loving and talking and listening and eating and walking and 
sleeping in another room, but coming in if there's something wrong. Uh, but thank you for the jokes. Thank you for being a constant source of humor that lets us know we should strive to be more, to outdo the generation that has come before us. <laughs> to know that uh, if we don't break this wicked circle of dad jokery, that we're doomed to repeat it. And you know what? Maybe we're not doomed. Maybe we'd be blessed. Because this has become part of our grand oral tradition, are these terrible groaner jokes that have survived, some of them centuries, certainly some of them for the last 100 years, continue to <laughs> evolve, involve people trying to get into bars, or spiders doing exercises on reflective surfaces, mm -hmm. or a brain sucker that's starving on top of your head. But the greatest dad joke of all is the joke that's not only a groaner, that not only does not solve the child's needs who is complaining, but also distracts them so they stop complaining. What a great, what a utilitarian joke. For the Batman of dads, that is the perfect joke to have in your utility belt. And it goes something like this. Hey, Dad, I'm tired. Oh, nice to meet you, tired. I'm Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest, Bill Loveland. Thanks for coming back on, Dad. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Good to see you. <laughs> uh, where can people find you on all these Max Fund donors uh, who are so nice to uh, put a little bit of their money towards the network and, and all the great shows we have here who maybe have not heard you on the show before, uh, but you are like tr globe trotting and you have you have more followers than I do on Twitter. So tell everybody where to find you, what kind of stuff you're doing. Plug away. So um, if they want to buy a house in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, <laughs> they should go to um, c21ag.com or .net. If they want to see me speak or see a picture of the man whose son is Maximum Fun, along with Mark Agliardi, they can go to <laughs> billlublin.com or find me almost anywhere as Bill Lublin because I wasn't clever enough to pick a really sharp name for people to follow me with. <laughs> well, thank you so much yes. for joining us, Bill. It is always a treat to talk with you. Yeah. Uh, this, this topic is closed, asked and answered, but there are many more topics to cover. So please reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets or check out the maximum fund subreddit. A flame war is probably happening right now. You can also email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. My dad right now is we're on Skype with a camera and he's doing the spider. <laughs> top of the no, 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 I'm reaching me. out to you. Oh, you're reaching I'm, out? Because oh, right. I said reach out to us. Oh, I see. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, he is adding dad jokes. It never stops. No. Uh, you can also, though, join us. You want to talk to my dad? He's in our Facebook group right there at facebook.com <laughs> forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. So come there, chat with us, talk to my dad, and suggest more topics for us. And thank you, as always, to our musicians, Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein, for our theme song and score, respectively. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And, of course, thank you to you, our listeners. Especially thank you to you, our listeners, to this episode as part of the Max Fund Pledge Drive. Uh, you give us an excuse to sit around and drink milkshakes and Coca-Cola and sometimes trade them to hilarious effect. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We have a lot of fun doing the show, and we hope you have a lot of fun listening to it. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. Love you, Dad. Love you, too. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.